thing my whole life. So good with the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good with the art, that's why I'm so nice. Number. I don't know. Just clacker. Just hit the clacker. What's going on, everybody? This is the Man Up Podcast, and this is your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves. And I am joined with my incredible sons out, guns out, baddest man on the planet, Tyler the Possum Copeland. What's up, I dog? I thought my name was going to be He Ain't Ready today because clearly he ain't ready. He ain't ready. That's fine. Did you just hit the clock here? They, they I clacked can't. it. Oh, you did? Because they can't it. see it anyway on from here. I clacked it. Just like a little, Clock. you know what I mean? Yeah. Action. And we're live. He was a little, we, we, you were a little pre, not premature. Post mature, late. <laughs> premature. <laughs> it's happened before, once or twice. It happens to all of us, so though. It's it's part of the it's part of the process. It really. is. It's part of the process. Uh, okay I'm excited for this episode because I don't have a whole lot planned to talk about. You know, and, that's, uh, that usually makes it for a good episode. Sometimes, well, it, so. it's done. It's went both ways before. It has. It's went both ways. I tell you what, I'm gonna move this. Tell you what happened today, because I almost didn't go to work today. Hit me with it. Because Arkansas, uh, nothing big. Arkansas went to Mississippi State. You know. Got that ass whooped. Them boys got destroyed, son. Arkansas did? Yeah. Mother, mother, mothers who ain't talked to me in months texting me talking about, but you mad as hell right now, ain't you? Them dogs whooped them hogs, didn't you? I was like, man, shut the hell up. Y'all be the third string quarterback. I ain't shit. Mm. Losers. So y'all on your third string quarterback right now? Yeah. That's tough. That's tough, man. That's tough. That's okay. State, state, state playing, though. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe. I'm kind of getting done with football, I think. Why is that? I don't know. I'm going to start probably doing other stuff. Like what? I don't know yet. That's kind of me. But it, it, it takes – I feel like it takes away from – you think about how much football is played throughout the year and how much time I spend with it. It takes a lot of my time. That's why I quit. Why? I haven't watched a football game all year. It's just not really my thing, man. And it's nothing against people who do want to watch football. It's just like if if the game's on, I'll watch it. If, if I don't you just have happen to be in front of the right, TV, if I the happen to be yeah. somewhere where the game is on, and I, if I'm at home and the game's on and I don't have anything to do, I'll watch it. Right. That I don't see anything wrong with so that. You're not, at all. but you're not making plans to. Watch. No. Yeah, I think I'm going to stop doing that too. I really do because. Is that just because you're mad they lost the state today? No. You're, were you already thinking that? Yeah, that's why I didn't go. Oh, uh, okay. Because I thought about how stupid would it be for me not to make the money I made today. Plus, spend the money I'd spend at the concession stand. Yeah, one thing about going and then to the lose. game, though, the game it is an experience going to the game. Yeah, but I've done it a lot. Okay, so I've only been to I've only been to a game a couple times. I, I, I've only been to an Alabama game once. We went to the Arkansas uh, Mississippi State game at Arkansas last year. Remember? So it's like, yeah. and plus I've been there every year. This is the first year I haven't been since I've lived here. Oh really? Yeah, I've never. Uh, I've only been. I went to I went to State versus Bama when Dak Dak senior year. It stayed. Oh yeah, that was a good one, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> I went Got to that em. game. Um, I went to Auburn versus State that same year, I believe. Yeah. And I believe that's the only two games I've ever been to. I went. I went with Brooke Burkhalter both times. Brooke Burkhalter, yeah. what a guy! What a guy! Where is that guy? Is he around? He, we text every once in a while. We'll hit each other up, or he'll hit me up. Um, I think he's usually drunk. Okay. I think he gets drunk and thinks about me. Or he'll be watching Same. fights and he'll think about me or whatever. Same. And uh, he'll text me every, you know, a couple few times a year and we'll talk a little bit. And, um, Does he live here still? As far as I know. As far as I know, he's still <laughs> staying in Starville. 
What a guy. Yep. I, uh, I kind of got out of football. I was really into football right out of high school. When Nick Saban first took over Bama, I was really into it. Is that the football coach? Yeah. Greatest football coach that's ever lived in ever. college football. Of all time? Um, in college football, I agree. He is. Just objectively. Um, but when he took over at Bama, right before that, like the, f- the few years before that I was into it, I followed it pretty heavy. When he took over, I followed it. <coughs> I remember watching Auburn beat Alabama his first year. I was still into it. So really. many people beat Alabama his first year, right? No, it was only a few. He had a pretty good season. I thought it wasn't great. It was like, like not compared to his seasons now. I thought he lost to Louisiana Monroe. Maybe. I, I think remember. so. I don't know. Can we pull up Nick Saban's first year at Bama and what the record, what his record was? Yeah, so, with no audio, so I don't have to put on headphones. Thanks, Mo. Uh, well, it won't be audio. It'll be just, just kidding. I'm just being ugly on the on the screen. So what else is new? Um, but I, I followed it really heavy for that. I got really into it the 2009 national championship, like the in the couple years, like one or two years after that. And I don't know, man. It just kind of it fizzled for me. I think Alabama got too good. When you see everything there is to see, it is hard to keep watching. Yeah, I've not hit that. I've not hit that place yet. Might, maybe that's what it is. Maybe because I was a I was a big football fan before Alabama just became the juggernaut that it became. But then me, I like started losing so much. We started losing so much, and I was in it, invested. I was like, we're gonna get better. Then we got a little bit better. So now, good good job. Yeah, except for y'all got y'all's ass stomped by state. It happens. It does happen. I mean. I remember also my 76. senior year of football. Well, why don't we pull up that schedule there, dog? They lost to, uh, I believe they lost to Mississippi State that year. Or it might have been the year before. Croom no, beat, I think it, it may have Croom been. beat them, I think, yeah. It may have been. I know they lost in 06. And the reason I know they lost in 06 was because I played my high school team, Victory Christian Academy, uh, played for the state championship. At the same, Bryant Denny. Nope. The same day that State played Alabama. And I remember. It wasn't Tuscaloosa, though, right? Yeah, the game was in Tuscaloosa. That's right. Okay. Uh, but we played a, a, a Trinity, <clears throat> Trinity Christian. I didn't watch that game. I'm thinking of the next year. Remember, you took me to the state championship the year after. That you was graduated. after I graduated. This I'm was saying, my sophomore year. I'm talking about, that's what I'm saying. The year after you graduated. Is that yeah. the same place? Yeah, same okay. stadium. Yeah. But my sophomore year, I remember they told us, they were like, all right, if y'all win tonight, Y'all are going to be the the main headline and the top story on the sports page unless Mississippi State beats Alabama. And it was like a chuckle. Like, well, everybody knows that's not going to happen. Right. And so we were like, dang, we're going to be the number one headline on the sports page. And then nope. State beat Alabama. We were the second headline on the uh, sports page. It was like, the main thing was State beating Alabama, and then we were under that. It was. T- I mean, we had two articles, though, because we had the article – that was like an actual. We had the sports article that had the numbers and everything. Then we had the article that kind of had was like the the talking about the story of the game a little bit more okay. and the emotional like climate of that game because it was a very emotional game. Talked about how you just just lost until halftime and then came in and destroyed no, everybody. That, that was senior year. Oh, sophomore year we had um our one of our co our coach's wife who was pretty involved with the team. She had, I believe, leukemia. Oh, I, was she went, I was supposed to go somewhere, but never mind. And she went into a like a like basically a coma. Like she was unresponsive oh, right wow. before the game. And so we made bracelets and we were all everybody chanted her name the whole game. I was in there, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then we went into the third. We were down by twenty at the end of the third. Going into the fourth quarter, it was twenty one to eight. 
or that was trash. Yeah, and uh, it was just a really emotional comeback, and we just I mean we fought hard, we were playing hard, but the other team was just really good, uh, and uh, but we just outplayed them in that fourth quarter. And came one back, came back, went up, got them and tied. It was real. What was really emotional about it was all right. We were we we came back to it and tied it with like two minutes left to play, and then they scored. Oh wow! And we we're like, dude, we got a, we got a minute forty eight seconds, and they just scored. I was like, this game is over. And um, then they scored a two point conversion. And so it was like, okay, well, that's it. That's it, we boys. And then we went out on the field, and we scored again with like thirty seconds left to go. You get the two point conversion. And we got the two point conversion. And that that put it in overtime. Then I went out on the field on defense. I played end, and uh, the very first play in overtime, they sco- scored a touchdown. And so again, it's like, all right. So they went for a two point conversion again, and I, I remember I made the tackle that stopped the two point conversion. Um, I like, ended up just catching him with my arm and like clothesline him while I had a uh, blocker on me. And uh, the next play, we got the ball, <clears throat> and it took us two plays to get in the end zone. We were going to kick a field goal. We fumbled the snap on okay. the field goal. Uh, so they yell fire. Adam Carter takes the ball, rolls out for a pass. The play is completely busted. He had like, there's nobody open, and there's three dudes running after him. And there's two dudes here, one dude here, and he was here. And Rob Shelton came and knocked this dude out of his boots. Good old Rob Shelton. Yeah, block, hit him. Put him on his ass. We ran a two-point conversion, won the game by two points in overtime. Like this story. That's a yeah. good story. It was, it was a good one. It was a tough game. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy. Thank you, man. I remember I just collapsed. Like in exhaustion? I just, I just went to my knees when we won. Like praising Jesus? Yeah. Just Because you went to a Christian academy? Just, or just well, I wasn't because. Really but just because. I was just. Excited, emotional. I was just really emotional. Tired. Really, I really wasn't that tired. No. no I, my adrenaline was going so much. It was just such a up, down, up, down, like between they beat us in the regular season and then and, and blew our undefeated season on the second to last game of the season. We get to them. It looks like they're going to beat us again. And it was just like that last quarter was so up and down yeah. where it looked like, because like, you got to think we were down by three touchdowns. We scored three touchdowns back to back to back and tied it. And then with a, like a, less than two minutes left to go, they scored a touchdown. And got back ahead. We scored again, tied it. They scored again in overtime. We scored again, then and then won by two point conversion in overtime. It, it, on a blown field goal attempt. Yeah, it was just such an emotional. It reminds me of the movie The Little Giants or something. You yeah, know, it, like, honestly, it really like could one be of those crazy. It, it could have been a. It could have been a. It could be a movie easily. Fun. And that was the article they wrote about because both of those the the games my sophomore year and my senior year both were. Those seasons could be like made into movies. I feel like, but the sophomore year, especially because of uh, Miss Molly being in the hospital, and her daughter works for me now. Uh, she's Ooh, my, she's my, she she does all my cleaning for my house Ooh, in the gym. Um, you be like good golly, Miss Molly or anything mm-mm. ever? Nope. Okay. Uh, but when <laughs> you just be asking shit, uh, I mean it's a valid question. I felt. Like. I guess. I guess. I, I suppose so. Um, if I was to take this right here and hit it, you think you'd be mad? Because how bad you mess the table up? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, you can run it and find out. You, you good? Can you not just twist it off? No, it's a pop top. I mean, do what you do then. You sure? Let's see what happens. I'm going to be mad if it messes the table up, though. Are you? I am, yeah. 
It's a custom built table, dog. I had this table custom built just for this podcast. Just around the corners right here. I, I mean, this one's kind of not rounded. I'm just saying. Just close your eyes and let's see what happens. I, I, you can do it with I my eyes I need to get a, a bottle opener. Hey, Mo, you got a bottle? I got one in my office. Mo, you get a bottle opener? We got bottle openers. Can, Mo, can, you, can you get him a bottle opener? Thank you, Mo. Thanks, I appreciate Mo. that, dog. Because, <laughs> you know, I just felt so bad after you said it was a custom table built just for this perfectly placed podcast. And so. I didn't want to ruin it. To, uh, and sorry played his playoff game today and they got beat by West Point. What how'd he do though? Did he do what well? Wasn't his best game. No? No. Wasn't his best game. Are they nervous? I think so. Yeah. I think he was nervous. I don't think they he was real as motivated as he could have been. Last game of the year? Last game of the year. Yeah, because okay. he lost. I think knowing that if he lost it was gonna you get a participation game. trophy? I wouldn't have took it if he did. I don't know if they still I'm give those giving, out. I'm not giving my kid a piss I'm not letting my I, kid I, I didn't figure you would. I'm just asking Precipitation? Is it raining? Uh, precipitation. <laughs> a raining trophy. What? What is? Participation. Pre- participation trophy. Yeah, it's all the same. I'm so anti-participation trophies. I call them pre- precipitation trophies. Yeah. A raining trophy. Thanks, bud. They're for biatches. Yeah. I don't play that. I don't play that. And I, I tell you another thing, man. Uh, I'm not gonna tell if my son didn't do good. I'm not gonna get, after the game. I didn't hug him, and I mean I hugged him. Oh God, but dang. I'm not gonna tell him he did a good job. No. <coughs> if did he didn't. Did he cry? Yeah. Did you tell him that was okay? Um, I told him he did not to let the other team see him cry. Okay. Um, my mom, my wife was more. You, I don't want to see you crying. I think it's good when kids cry when they lose. I think that's not a bad thing. It depends on why they're crying. If you're crying because you lost and you're upset with how you did, I don't think that's a bad I thing. I don't think so either. I think that's a good thing. My I hate seeing kids that don't care that they lo- they lost. I used you to, should care that you lost. I dude. used to cry a lot when I lost. You big. should. You should care that you lost. You should. I'm not saying you should necessarily cry, but you should care. I'm like this far probably from crying now when I lose. Me I'm too. A terrible loser. Yeah, I'm awful at it. I'm so competitive, man. Mm-hmm. I'm so competitive. Same. If there's, I don't care what we're competing for. If there's something to be won, I'm here to damn win it. Same. I'm here to win it. Agreed. You know, I don't. We can be playing Monopoly, tic tac toe checkers. Uh, we can be playing. We can thumb wrestle, arm wrestle. We can have race. We can. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. If there's something to be won, you want to win it. I came here to win it. Same. That's the purpose, though, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it's caused some problems in my marriage a few times. Really? Yeah. Because my wife's the, not as competitive. Flip, flip the table in Monopoly. Or no. Anything? More like we'd be like playing volleyball with a bunch of people. And she like, kind of just slacking, and, and you're, you're yeah, having to do it and all. I'm just like, sweetie, like, you need to get your shit together, okay? You know, Papa didn't come here to lose. Oh, hell no, he didn't. You know what I mean? No, Papa, absolutely Papa, not. Papa came here to bring home the trophy. That's why. I, that's why I I'm love. Place my hat right here so that the camera can see it. Relentless MMA, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Papa came here to win. If there's something to be won, Papa came to win it. I'm period. With that. Yeah, it's good. You know. Uh, and and I'm not gonna pick you to be on my team just because you're my wife. If you're not the best player, you're not gonna be the first pick. Hell no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Absolutely. I'm sorry, not. baby. But if you're not the best, I'm gonna pick the best player for first. You might not even be the last pick. You might not even be on my team. Exactly. If you're if you might you, be that kid still standing on the wall whenever it, the game starts. Because yeah, I'm I'm picking the team to get the win. You're the first uh first person to come in whenever somebody gets hurt. Like, I mean, I mean, it was not. so funny having me and my mom, my wife, and my dad were all sitting together today. And it went my wife, me, my mom, my dad, and like and so it was every other person was either a man or a woman. It went man, woman, man, woman. And just our attitudes about the game were just totally different. 
my mom just kept being like, well, you know, they're young and you can't and, uh, and you can't expect them at this age. I'm like, well, then they need to stay home. Yeah. No, had all season to get good. I remember what I the hell are you talking about? A coach yelled at my kid because he. Here's the thing: sorry, missed an assignment and blew the play. Okay, sorry, was playing tight end. Yeah, he didn't block the defensive end. He picked up the tackle instead. Quarterback the got defensive sacked. End went around and tackled behind the line. Okay, okay, caused a fumble, which we recovered. Luckily, but it was sorry's fault. Yeah, coach crawled his ass. No problem. I was with like, that. hell yeah, damn right. I've coach. been waiting for somebody to crawl his ass all year, all year. I mean, they yelled at him. They're like, "You got to make, you got to pick up your man, make the play, get on." Try, try. You know, I couldn't hear what they were saying. There was all all the way on the field. You know, at tiny mites at the five and six year old. The coaches are out on the field with them. Yeah. And uh, oh, they're like literally on the field. They're on the field. Like every play, they have to take them and put them in the positions that they're, they play in. Okay, the kids are so young. I mean, it makes sense. They, Why would they know? They can't find the position, so they have to move them every play. Mm-hmm. And uh, they crawled him, and I was like, "Hell yeah, that's exactly what he needed." Well, he played well, better after that. But too. who said something? Anybody say anything out of the way? Like, why are you yelling at my grandbaby? No, no. Uh-uh. Oh. No. But just my mom was kind of, and, and my wife, they were like, well, you know, they're learning. And I'm like, yeah, they're learning. But I was explaining them the difference of, like, my mindset. Like, I'm not there. I don't just come to win. This is what this is the difference between me and other people. I'm not there to win. I'm there to be perfect every single play. It's not enough for me to just win. I'm there for perfection. You want to win every play. I want to win. I, not only not only do I want to win every play, I want every player to be perfect every play. You ain't gonna get that ever. And that's that's the mentality. That's maybe not, but that's the mentality that I bring to the table. And just like if I have a fighter that's fighting and they win, but they weren't perfect, I ain't happy. That's okay. That's okay in my opinion. You know, like I'm I'm uh, like my my goal is not to be. Just the winner. My goal is to be the winner winner and perfect. There's nothing acceptable less than perfection to me. Perfection is the only acceptable outcome, period, in anything I'm doing. But are you always perfect, do you think? My my goal with everything I do is to be perfect. But in your eyes, are you always perfect? I've never been perfect. (laughs) Never been perfect, but you're always striving for perfection. I, guess, I mean, I guess that's a good way to do it because, I mean, I guess you'll always be good at everything. That's what Nick Saban does, too. As long as you strive for perfection. Nick Saban, uh, <clears throat> what's the head, the wrestling coach at Penn State? What's his name? Uh, uh, Chell Sanderson. Um, is that Chell Sanderson's brother? Yeah. Okay. Um, same first name, different last names. That's how brothers work. Um, they, uh, Who knows? He's probably the greatest wrestler that's ever lived. I mean, he won. Chell Sanderson? Sanderson. Anderson? Yeah. Kale, not Chell. Kale. Better than Brock Lesnar? Oh, yeah. He won He won the national title every year that he wrestled. Hmm. I don't I don't know that he lost a match. And then he turned around, and now he is the he is the Nick Saban of wrestling. Really? Yeah. So he was the greatest wrestler, probably one of the greatest wrestlers that's ever lived. But he, is and now Penn he State? is the greatest wrestling coach that's ever lived. He should go to Alabama. Well, there's no wrestling in the SEC. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's why there's no wrestling in Mississippi. They got rid of wrestling in the SEC when uh, the NCAA passed Title IX. They did what? All right, so this is the reason why the SEC is so good at football. Okay. Um, back in the day, there was uh, the NCAA passed. Can we look up Title IX? Yeah, did you screen? say Title IX? Title IX. Okay. Um, they passed a rule stating that however much money is spent on a male sport – the same amount of money must be spent on the female equivalent of that sport. 
Okay. Oh. So that's why you don't have girl football. SEC. Well, no, there was never girl football. That's, that's why, you why don't have it, the SEC though. put all their money into football. Ah, uh, got them. <laughs> so the SEC cut wrestling, cut lacrosse, cut all these ice hockey. No, they didn't. Nike didn't cut ice didn't, hockey. Yeah, all these other. Um, um, that's Title IX. We need Title Nine, dog. Title Title Nine. Yeah, I got it. I, I got it. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. So uh, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participating. So no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in being denied benefits of or be subjected to discrimination under any educational program or activity received receiving federal financial assistance. So what that meant was, so they put, the, the SEC put only kept the programs that had female equivalents that made money. Basketball, softball. Softball. Okay. Any uh, program like wrestling, they didn't have female wrestlers. Right. There was almost no female wrestlers. So it would have been asinine to put the exact same amount of money in female wrestling as they put in male wrestling. Yeah. So they just, since the wrestling program didn't make money anyway, they just cut the wrestling program. And then they took all the money that they would have spent on all these other programs. And this is what happens when you pass legislation to, to force equality. Forced equality, that's what it leads to. It leads to organizations being like, okay, well, we're just going to get rid of, of it for everybody. Right. We're just going to put all the money in something that we're, we're going to find a way around it. You so know? now they can still put a lot of the amount of money in football. Because there's no and female And not have equivalent. to put it anywhere else. Right. There's no female equivalent. So they can just throw everything at football. Yeah. And football makes some money. Oh, yeah. So it's a good investment. I was, I've noticed that, like, some sports, um, maybe tennis at state, girls soccer. Yeah. Girl tennis. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Free Free admission. <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah, because they have to spend that money. How do you, how do you make the money up? But then it makes completely sense that football yeah. makes it up, right? Yeah, football, football pays for everything, right? Football pays for everything. That's exactly right. It's I mean, insane. think about it. There are more people that go watch football on Saturday at Brian Denny Stadium than any professional stadium in the country. Yes, I mean they're making a killing. It's Crazy. a billion dollar industry. I think it's a multi billion dollar industry in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I mean, it's a really yeah. It's a it's a multi billion dollar industry. I hate it's, that place. It's insane. <clears throat> and so, even but even your smaller schools like Arkansas. Wait, you know, smaller? What? Smaller than Mrs. than what? Alabama? In terms of the football program. Look at that big ass hog, dog. <sighs> I think I'll, maybe I'll be an Arkansas fan. Maybe that's what I need to do. You should be. I need to become an Arkansas fan. I think so. Let's get you one of these. I've never been a loser before. Let's get you one of these puppies. Yeah, let's go today. I was just saying, I think it'd be good for my brand to get tatted up. Oh man, let's get. Oh, if we if you get one on that arm. And I have it on this we'll one. And we sit here, tattoos. and they'll be looking at each other. Yeah, be and they'll face kiss. Off. They'll be kissing. And I'll be like, Whoosh. "I'm going on a haunted house tonight. Haunted hayride, haunted house." Are tonight. you? Yep. You scared? Fayette, Alabama. Nope. Fayette, Alabama. Yep. Uh, is that the one where they chase you with chainsaws and stuff? They do that in all of them, don't they? I don't, I don't know. I don't we went to Hicks and the Sticks last year. They do that there too. I'm a big pussy, and I don't go to those things. You don't go to them? Hell no. Really? Hell no. Why? Because I probably watch too many slasher movies, and I just think about what about that one stupid, crazy, stupid son bitch who really Grab puts a chain, chain on his fucking chainsaw yeah. and kills everybody. I feel that. It's like, God, man, you just can't trust everybody. I feel that. I'm not too worried about it, though. And you're going deep off into Alabama retard country, you know what I'm saying? So, no offense. That's a good point. I mean, I'm an Alabama retard, too. That's why we, I said no we, offense. We can play some football, though. I said no hey, offense, dog. We can play some football, Okay, though. roll tide, boy. Roll tide. 
We play some damn football. But that ain't what I was getting at. I was just saying, you know, you might end up missing a digit tomorrow. Possibly. If you do, I'm but sorry. But the thing is, though, they're only going they're only going to forget that chain one time. They're only going to get one person. What are the, what's the likelihood of all the thousands Mm-mm. of people that go in there? They ain't going to kill that. That ain't what I'm saying. I'm saying the guy that intentionally does it. Oh, he ain't going to get but one or two people before they catch it. Well, what if I'm that guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the smallest chance. It is, but I just, I just I'm willing to run it. it. I'm really willing to run that. I figured you would no. be. I'm not too worried about it. You're a tough guy. I'm kind of a I'm kind of what the French would call Sissy, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to the French, we call you. Yeah, to the French, you'd be a boss, dude. I probably would. You'd be a gangster to the French. To the Europeans, the French, the I mean, you know what happened? Russians, the the Germans. You know, know, we (laughs) when a lot of people think that the French were the first people to land on the moon because when the Americans landed there back in the 60s, or allegedly landed there, I don't know if they landed there or not. I'm not convinced. Uh, (laughs) You're not convinced? No, I think they did. Do you? Yeah, in the 60s. Mm. The only time we've done it. It's crazy. Uh, but we've gone nowhere since the '60s, really. Yeah, but as there far was no, as people, there was no reason to. Like once the once the once the space war was over, it's time to go to Mars now, though. Well, now the private sector's trying to go. But anyway, so um, we planted our flag, but now the the radiation and the 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 rays from the sun have washed that flag out. Now it's white. It's just a plain white flag now, and so it looks like the French went there. They did. Oh, got it. I don't get it. You know, the French, the flag, the, a white flag means you surrender. Oh, <laughs> I'm stupid. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> got you, you French fucks. <laughs> Damn. So, yeah, is that now, true? That it's washed out? Yeah, that part is true. Oh, wow. I believe. I mean, I haven't been there to see it myself. It may not even be there. Who knows? Honestly, Maybe true. that was just recorded in a studio. I mean, we could do that. We could make it look like... Kind of like the MTV guy, you know, who landed on the moon. That, that's for real. The MT- MTV sent a guy to land on the moon. Okay. For that clip. For that clip. Yeah, that's a real. MTV has a, has a rocket they sent to the moon. They go sense. back every once in a while. It makes sense. Yeah. Where, where, I mean, where do you think Justin Bieber came from? Got to be from the moon. You know what I mean? He's a moon baby. Yeah. Ugly ass. A little weird creepo moon know baby. Ugly is what I'd call him. Now? He used to be a beautiful little man. He was a very cute kid. He's a little trashier. He's trashy, now. yeah. He's weird looking. But I don't think he's ugly. He's prettier than me, but I, mean, I think still ugly. think he's a good looking guy. He's just he is he's just a weird dude. There's something about Remember when I was talking last week about how <laughs> success you need the struggle oh, yeah. to be successful, otherwise it's a curse. I, I think he's a good example of that. I think yeah. getting successful too young without having to work too hard for it. The, the the pain comes with the success instead. Who else do you think? Besides McCullough Culkin, he doesn't count. Mike Tyson, John so Jones. Mike uh, Tyson? Yeah, Mike Tyson, you don't think he had a young, struggle? Youngest heavyweight champion of, in history, not compared to other fighters. When oh, compared to other fighters. Right, he, did, he about, didn't have the struggle You're saying the fighting. struggle in the sport itself? That's part of it, yeah. John Jones, same thing, youngest champion, but now yeah. he's got drug issues. He's Mike Tyson. Up. Like, when you see people, it, it's not it, not necessarily even like a child star thing. It's just like... If you didn't have to like put your dues in and struggle, like most of the time you end up being a shithead. Can I ask you a serious famous. question though? What's up? <clears throat> if you're a multi-million dollar, twenty-something year old man with no wife, no kids, or maybe even with wife and kids, who cares? But you can just do whatever the fuck you want to. Would you not still do 20s? whatever you wanted to in my twenties or now? In your twenties, that's when Mike I, did I, it, right? Right, because that's I when didn't. John in my, did in my, it. In my twenties, I had not gone th- gone through the struggle to get that money, so I would have been an idiot. 
I'd be riding around buck yeah. naked in roller skates, jerking off on people. Is, is anybody though? I think at that age is going to do exactly. it. Exactly. Well, you need. Well, I mean, not necessarily, but like, how much struggle can you have went through in your early twenties to be a multimillionaire? I don't know. Very, not enough. Depends what your childhood not was enough. like, right? Probably not enough. Probably not enough. Because my, here's the thing: my though, broke okay. ass, dude. If I became a multi-million dollar person now, I'd be a fuck up. You think maybe that's why you're not a multi-millionaire then? Maybe. I'd be a fuck up. I think the universe holds us back. It's okay. From accomplishing but things until we become the per- people that are ready for that level. I'm of success. not ready to be a millionaire. I don't think. There you go. So if you're trying to be one. I could, I could, what you need yeah. to be working on right now is becoming the kind of person that can handle it. <laughs> I think I'd be dead in a week. And there you go. Do you See, not agree? That you or me? Me. Do you not agree? I don't think you'd be dead in a week, but if you think that you'd screw it up, then yeah, I think you would too. Do you not think I would? I don't know. I don't know you on Man. a deep enough core level. I don't think only you know that. And really, I think that money though. amplifies who you are. Money, game, status, Anything that, that increases your leverage. Money Dang. increases leverage. Status increases leverage. Game increases leverage. The better you have on one of those things, it amplifies who you are. And so if you're a bad person and then you get money, you're going to be a worse person. I'm not saying I'm a bad person. Well, if you're an irresponsible person and then you get money, you're going to be more irresponsible. I don't think I'm irresponsible either. I'm just like well, the party dog. That's being irresponsible. Not being able to handle millions of dollars and being dead in a week is the definition <laughs> of irresponsible. I don't know. Well, what it's not to know. <laughs> know What's man. not to know? What would you call it? I don't know what I'd call it. Wild as fuck, dog. So, do you think it's a good thing you'd be dead in a week? I don't. If you had a hundred. Let's say you had a hundred million dollars. Probably not, man. I probably wouldn't be dead. Okay, so what I do you used think to say that a lot. I don't know. Probably pay off my house, pay off my cars. Okay, but you ain't even getting started yet. I don't know what I do. Start a business. Be pretty. I'll be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Hundred million dollars. I don't know. Hundred million do. dollars would be easy because if you're, if you're not a dim-witted investing, okay, yeah. you can take a hundred million dollars and if let's say you could with like twelve million dollars, if you get a ten percent return on twelve million dollars, it's fifty thousand dollars a month, without having to touch that money. I know. I could be balling. So like, I wouldn't even pay off my house and anything else with the money. I would take the money immediately, invest it, and then then live off of the distributions from that money. What would you invest in? I don't know, probably safe stuff like Coke and Amazon. Coke and Amazon. Coke, Amazon, real estate. I mean, things that are going to get me around a 10% return a year. You know, so I take that, I can take $50 million. I can invest it in my distributions. I'm probably going to get around $100,000 a month to live on. I can live on $100,000 a month. Now, if I just put it in the bank, you can't, I can't do that. No. See, and the other thing is, too, that money just sitting in the bank. Inflation's gonna eat it up. Oh yeah, it ain't doing shit. It's it's, it's it's not gonna be worth anything. By the time I get to the end of my life, that money's not gonna be worth shit. So like I'd put it in something that would not be that would be separate from uh that would be separate from uh, um um yeah um what are we talking about? Um um good what call. are we talking about? Oh the the I wouldn't I wouldn't just save it, I'd invest it. I'd I would separate it, I would not I would not let it be liquid. I'd invest it and I'd live on, you know, hundred grand a month. So the only thing that would be liquid would be the money in your bank account. Right. The money that the I'm getting from the distribution. Returned from Yeah. Smart. And then I would probably start taking out loans against that money. And then I could live off that. Even if I didn't get, even if I wanted to reinvest the distributions, because uh if you take out a loan on investments, if you take out a loan on that stuff, that you don't have to pay taxes on it. So the bank will give you an incredible interest rate because it can do really cool stuff with the asset and it's a 
surefire loan because you're borrowing against something that you own. You know what I mean? That they right. can liquidate easily and get the money back on if you forfeit it. They're only going to give you like 80% of it. So on a million dollars, they're only going to give you like $750,000, something though. like that. I can take that seven hundred fifty grand per million, live on it, invest it, do things with it. I don't have to touch that. It's, I'm still getting the money off the return from that. Then I, I take out. That's how rich people handle their money. They don't. They don't go. They don't go pay off their house. They're not going to pay off their house and their car and shit. They're, They're not. Gonna, no. Why? Why would you? Because you're not. That's not making you any money. I can take that same money and invest it and pay off my house with the. So you're still going to do with it. the distribution. Even then, I mean. Here, all right, so it depends on what you're going to do with your money. Like, if you're smart with your money, I can do way more. So it really doesn't matter if you can pay that shit off because you could have done it anyway. Yeah, but a lot of times they don't. Like, debt's a good thing if you are smart. Debt's only bad if you're dumb. I'm dumb. Rich people love debt. Rich people use debt to their advantage. So it's like this. All right, let's say I, let's say I had 100. If, if, let's say your house is $200,000. And you have two hundred thousand dollars in your bank. One of the dumbest things you could do. With Absolutely, I agree. I agree. I agree. That'd be stupid. 100%. Because now you have no money. Just have a house. You just have a paid off house. That's not making you anything. No, it's just keeping you from having a payment. You know what I mean? Right. You could take that two hundred thousand dollars and invest it and do something with it, turn it into a million, and then repeat that, and then just continue to make your payment. And you know what I mean? Like you. Do you do that now? Yeah, I don't pay off anything. You don't. Uh -uh. Well, I mean, I do. I pay it off on the note, but I don't. I mean, like credit cards and stuff, I will. But house payments, I, I have a few house payments. Just let them, let them go. Just I mean, I just pay them off every oh, month. All right. And then I'll let, the, let the asset. I don't even do that. I'll uh, let the asset pay, make the I don't payment. even pay my house payments. You, what you do now? Nope. You haven't done one yet. I'm not going to then. <laughs> what are you going to do? Just not going to. So you're just going to get your house foreclosed? Just let my money grow, dog. But you got you got to make your payment. I know. I'm just kidding. Decided to decided to make my first house payment. What does it do? I don't know. You just, you just closed, right? To do in November. Nice. Hell yeah. Y'all cool. moved in, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Are you, are you excited? You like it? I can't sleep in it. Yeah, you get there. Yeah, is that a problem for everybody? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the human brain, anytime you're like, you can you sleep in <laughs> hotel rooms? Oh yeah. You learn. Could you do if you always? Well, I was on the road though yeah. all that time. Yeah, I could so, sleep. What happens is there's a there's a there's a process in the human brain. Basically, when you're in a new environment, your brain doesn't feel safe, and so when you're in a new environment, the first couple of nights or whatever, is you're going to be kind of half awake. Yeah, I've had like, I've kept like uh, lingering anxiety for no reason. Yeah, for the last two weeks. It'll go away. Two weeks, you should be getting well, over. Like now. I said, I got sick too. I had to get a shot in the butt. Mm -hmm. All them steroids got me jacked. Yeah, look at that. You do look amazing. I'm gonna be honest, man. When you walked in with, your, with, the, with the guns out, I was like, "Golly, yeah, these guys." It's been a while that I uh, look like this. Yeah, I mean, you look, you look like a mixture between John Cena, The Rock, and uh, Dwayne Wade. Oh boy, yeah, it's a nice combo. Thanks yeah. for that, buddy. I, I needed that confidence. I got you, dog. Yeah, um, we 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 moved all in, and we're starting to find all the bad shit wrong with the house now. Always, that's how it goes. Always. We're trying to look at the live time, 35 minutes. Trying to make up conversation to get through the rest of no, the podcast. No, I'm good. I'm good. We're talking about the house right now. You want to talk about it? You want to hear about sure, it? Sure. Yeah. Pretty gross. Yeah. Last night, Taylor was like, uh, the refrigerator was leaking. I don't know anything about refrigerators, but she did, apparently. She said, you got to clean the coals. You got to clean out the coals. It's not like, leaking. It's freezing up. 
Yep, it's freezing up, and then the water's melting, ice is yep. melting. So cleaning out the coils meant pushing the fucking refrigerator away from the wall. In turn, showing the carpet made out of dog hair underneath it from the previous owners. This fucking thick, dude. Ugh. So gross. Ugh. And if you know me, if you know me, you know me. I'm fucking allergic to everything. Yeah. So she's like, can you open the back of the refrigerator, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Sneezing, and I got snot running out my eyes and shit. It's just awful. Mm. And I get it off for her. She goes and gets the vacuum. She vacuums it out and all the bullshit. I don't even know if it's good or not. But then, like, uh, there's a... A 110 outlet in the in the garage, it's burnt up. They piled a bunch of shit in front of it during the inspection. That way, the uh, inspector didn't check it out, you know? So none of the fucking outlets in the garage work. Just because that yeah. one's out? Yeah. That's not a big deal. That's easy it's not, but it just pisses me off. Like, yeah. little shit like that you could fix, I feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before you sell a whole, a whole ass house. I don't know. It's just. People do that all the time. Motherfuckers are shitty. People do that all the time. That's then that dirty ass dog carpet underneath that refrigerator, though, that's fucking disgusting. Bro, I'd tell you one of the worst. Uh, so, when I was like 12, my parents started their real estate company uh-huh. that they have now. And the first house we did was on Shady Vale Road. Sounds uh, shady, bro. It was real shady. And it was so talking about people who became uh, really successful really quickly, the people that lived there had won the lottery. Oh, wow. And they'd bought the house with their lottery winnings. Okay. Stupid. And they were in the house for probably less than five years before they went broke and lost everything. House was foreclosed on. Uh, they were broke in no time. They really? gave all the money away. Again, when you don't when you don't earn it, you don't get the lessons that you need to have it. And I so, can see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of stupid. Yeah, that's lottery, stupid to lottery, me. Lottery winners do it all the time. I feel like I might be okay now. You're that's stupid it. as hell. It's coming around, yeah. Well, the biggest thing wasn't buying the house. The biggest thing was they bought house, they bought the cars, and then they went. They just stayed at the casino. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's the part stayed I heard. At the casino. That's stupid. I've never understood casinos. <laughs> never. I've never met anybody that had a gambling problem that just had their shit together. Nah, you like I, mean? I can go to the casino with a hundred bucks, lose that hundred bucks, I'm out. I can go to the casino with a hundred bucks and not and just put it in my pocket and leave. I'm just yeah, saying, I still like, have hundred bucks. I just have no <laughs> desire. It's not fun at all for me. It's fun. I like the games. But really, I don't. I like the game. I just, I just feel like when I'm playing like blackjack and stuff, um, I just feel like I'm watching my money disappear. It's literally like, this is what it feels like to me. This is exactly what gambling feels like. It feels like I put five dollars on the table and they go, oh, five dollars, and they light it on fire. They make me watch them burn it. Then they go, all right, another five dollars. I put another five dollars <laughs> on the table and they light it on fire again. Are you that and bad at blackjack? Over and over. It's just everybody is. Very few people win. Like, all these people that think they're good at it, they still lose. Canyon used to come home from the casino, and he'd be like, Dog, I won $1,200 this weekend. I'm like, for real? Where is it? Well, I lost it again. You didn't win it then. <laughs> you didn't win it. Anyway, but this lady, <laughs> she had her house foreclosed on, and we bought it out of foreclosure. This was the first flip that we did. They had, had dogs in there. And the floor, the bottom six, the top, the bottom six inches of the floor was dog shit. Nothing but dog poop. Then for another foot to foot and a half on top of that was trash. Needles, uh, just junk. Dogs had eaten the bottoms of the doors off of the house. So the bottom of the back door was completely gnawed off, and dogs had gotten in there and were living in there. 
um, after they had foreclosed the house. Why? Because they wanted to live inside. They were cold. I guess they just wanted to be inside, so they ate the bottom, and they just so the whole. So we had to go in there. Uh, there was there was the whole fucking the house whole was house. dog shit. The whole house, whole house was dog shit and trash. And we took a cattle trailer and scoops and contractor bags, and we spent a week when I was twelve years old shoveling, shoveling dog, dog shit, shit and, trash. and trash into bags and throw it in a, on, onto a <coughs> onto a cattle trailer, hauling that to the dump, unloading it, and doing it again, just over and over and over. What that smell like? Oh, it was awful. It was awful. I mean, just ungodly. Uh, there was a, there was a freezer in there that we never opened. It had brown ooze spilling out from the top, and we took duct tape and duct tape. And somebody came by and they were like, "Hey, do you want to sell that?" And we were like, "You can have it." And they they just I was like, "Just don't open it here." And we had duct taped it shut, and we let them put, throw it in the back of their car and leave with it. Back of the truck. And leave were they crackheads? I don't know. I I was twelve. I don't remember. I remember I worked so hard mm-hmm. on the house. Uh, I was supposed to play. I was playing pee wee football at the time. And I missed a game, one of the few games I ever missed because uh, I would been working and I worked myself sick. It was like I so bet sickening. you did, I a, buddy. I ended up with a fever of like 104. Yeah, you probably had brown lung. And it was it was awful working on all that dog shit. It was awful. Uh, I've worked myself sick twice. Um, one one was that time working on that working on that house. Uh, and my I'll, I'll give my dad props, man. My dad was a dog. My dad, roof. my dad was he was a tough son shit on the floor or what? No, he just no. he just worked. He was a worker. He just yeah. he never quit. Like he would he would get up in the morning, five, six AM, he'd go to work, and it'd be nine, ten PM when he'd come home at night and they're just shoveling dog shit all day. Just just a dog. He was trying to get it done though. He was just a hustler. He was to get done yeah. though. Um the other time I remember me getting work sick was uh my we had decided my dad was an entrepreneur, man, just from the word go. He just, he had Bull a. Bull fighting shit, shoveling yeah, badass. And he just, he wanted to, he wanted, we decided we were going to, he had, he had, he was working for AutoCore at the time, but he wanted to start a rabbit farm. What is AutoCore? A chemical company. Okay. And so um, they sell like dishwashers and lease dishwashers and dish chemicals and stuff to like restaurants and hotels. Um, so we had decided we were going to start a rabbit company. We were buying. This guy's rabbits, and we bought the rabbits before we had somewhere to put them. Like we didn't have a barn. Oh shit! So we had to go. We started it, and we had to go get the rabbits. And the rabbits were sitting in cages in the back of the truck. Oh, uh, you ain't had to catch them. No, no, no. These were these weren't wild rabbits. These were these were um, tame rabbits. Well, farm rabbits, domesticated ish. Like they were mean as a damn snake. What's a farm rabbit mean? Like wh- little white rabbits that you keep in cages and you breed. Um, That's all they're for is just for breeding. Breeding, yeah, and then you sell them. It, to be a tame rabbit. Mm, no? No. I'm, I guess I'm... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't I don't know what happened to them after we sold them. Do you eat them? I think so. I'm, I'm just, not mad I'm be about honest, it. Like, you remember the story? I, well, I went on the podcast of my dad chopping the rabbit's head off. Yeah, so we had probably between 50 and 100 rabbits at any given time. And we didn't have, we didn't have a, a barn built. And so we were taking, we were basically, it was like a pole barn that we were wrapping in um, tarp, like thick tarp. And we worked, we were getting up early in the morning and working till late at night. So getting up 5, 6 a.m., working till midnight. Yeah. And I was probably 10. And so this was um, the first time you worked yourself. Sick. Yeah, this was the first time. And I remember my grandfather came over. My grandfather was a hard son of a bitch, too. 
my grandfather was harder than my daddy. Oh, and, boy. And they used to say his daddy was harder than him. So I think every year we get a little softer. You softest one. So yeah, I'm just probably the softest one so far. Yeah, that's okay, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's all good. Uh, but my grandfather was a hard working summer gun. He never did anything but work. My grandfather never did anything but work. He liked my me. Huh? My he grandfather is, has never seen the ocean. He never saw the ocean. He never saw a mountain. He never took a day off. He did not go to either of my my father or my uncle's weddings. He did not. He never. He didn't do anything but work. Damn, that sounds like my daddy said he just didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeez. right. He just he didn't go because he didn't. He Want didn't take to. a day off work. He he had the he, the the cows had to be milked every day. Yeah, he was gonna be at work on the farm milking the cows every day. Period. It didn't matter if there was a, if there was a funeral. Didn't matter if there was a wedding. If it was something he did go to, he still got up and milked. Cows got to be work. milked. Cows got to be milked. Saturday through Sunday, Sunday through Saturday, twice a day, every day. Cows had to be milked. They got to be milked twice, twice a day. Twice a day, yes sir. First thing in the morning, last thing in the evening. Is that cows. a regular cow or like a chocolate milk cow? Holstein cow, regular cow. No okay. such thing as a chocolate milk cow. But, just checking. Uh, so anyway, my grandfather was sitting there, and I remember my daddy saying, I'm like, yeah, he's not doing as good because my grandfather only lived for a couple more years after this. Because um, my daddy was like, man, you can tell that emphysema starting to get to him because he was out there with emphysema still working. But he just uh, – He's a dog. You could tell, he, yeah, he was just a dog, you know. But I remember I was sitting over there laid out on a, on a chair like this. And uh, this time my <laughs> grandfather talked. He looked at me. He said, hey, boy, mm, you, better, uh, you better go. better go in the house. You're going to get sick. And uh, I was like, my daddy won't let me. And because I didn't tell daddy I was sick, and daddy wouldn't let me go inside. And uh, <laughs> I was like, daddy, I don't feel good. And he's like, you, you're fine. You're trying to get out of work. Get back to work. And more normally, he probably would have been right. Uh, but my grandfather went and told him, he said, he said, you ought to let that boy go in the house. And daddy was like, would you let me go in the house? He was like, bad as he looked, probably. Really? And he was like, all right, well, if you'd let me go in the house, fine, Jake. Go in the house. You could tell he was mad. Daddy was mad about it. And I went in the house, and Mama checked my temperature. I was running a fever of 104.5. Holy crap. You're about to die for real. I was sick as a dog. And Daddy came in and said he was sorry. He was like, yeah, I I guess you were sick. My bad. Um, Because he thought I was just taking on, but my face was white as a ghost. And, uh, yeah, my grandfather, he he saved me on that one. And I remember Daddy looking at me and said, would you let me go in the house? And uh, probably not. Because my, my grandfather started making my daddy get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to milk cows when my daddy was four years old. From the time my daddy was four years old until my daddy grew up, moved out of the house, he got up every morning at 4 a.m. to milk cows. Well, that's why he's hard as he is. And, right. And uh, He's hard now. I ain't going to lie. He's tough. Yeah, tough old bird. His personality is just tough. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know. He ain't got much play in him. No, you know, he I, don't. Like, like my grandfather had, I never, I saw my grandfather smile twice in my life. Really? Um, and it was at me both times. I was clowning, and I made him, I made, I made him smirk. He only smiled with one side of his face. He kind of, mm, mm. only way he, only way he spoke to me. I remember I came in the house. I was, uh, every every time I'd come in, usually my rubber boots on the wrong feet. And he'd look <laughs> at me and he'd say, "Hey, little girl," and I'd say. Hey, little baby girl. And that's how we talk. That's what we'd say to each other every day. And then I'd go in there, eat me an oatmeal pie and a warm red rock grape soda. Give me a warm, because he wouldn't refrigerate them. He didn't believe in putting soda in the refrigerator. Because uh, if it didn't go bad, it didn't go in the refrigerator. Okay. You know, so soda and stuff like that, you drank that hot. And uh, that's, what we, that's what we did, man. Hey, little baby girl, what yeah. you call him? I called him little baby, because I didn't know of a good comeback when he called me little girl. 
Yeah, that's you just call him a baby girl. That's, that's right. worse than a girl. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. And his daddy his daddy was more like me. Everybody said that I'm more like his daddy. Your great grandfather? Great grandfather. What is he like? He was like me. He was a little he was a little more outgoing, a little more funny. He got in a lot of fights. He was a little rougher. Uh I'll tell you a story about my great grandfather and my grandfather. Uh my the house that my grandfather grew up in was on the lower pat was in the lower pasture and it was old rundown little three room white shack. I'm talking about probably in the fifties or the forties yeah, or something. Thirties, forties. Yeah. That's the house he grew up in. And they once they got older and he they moved out of it, my grandfather built a new house. <laughs> my my great grandfather built a new house. My grandfather built a new house and they all lived there and they rented that house out and they That's rented it out. Yeah, this was in where I grew up. Yeah. This is the house that I believed was haunted growing up. Okay. And they had rented it out to some young black guy, and he decided he wasn't going to pay no more rent. And uh, my great-grandfather was an old man at this time because mm. uh, my daddy was there when this happened. Okay. Uh, my grandfather went down there with a pistol to get the rent and got in a fight with a black guy, and the black guy took the pistol from him. Oh, shit. And he came back, and he went down to the dairy farm. My, at this point, my great grandfather and my great grandfather was a little was a some bitch too, because he got in all kind of bar fights. And the judge in Vernon, whenever there was going to be a rowdy court date, this is the story now. Whenever it's going to be, he didn't call the sheriff. He called my grandfather to come down there and act as the bouncer for the courthouse. And like, if there was going to be a fight, like they thought that it was going to be, they was dealing with rough people or whatever. They called my grandfather and another guy, my great grandfather and another guy. So he come up, he come down there. He uh he got they were milking in the barn and he said O'Neill that's my grandfather's name he said uh, I need your help I got this guy down here he owes me all this back rent I went down there with my pistol to get my money got into it with the guy the guy took my pistol from me and you know at this point my this great your great this, this your great grandfather calling you talking to your great grandfather no this is my grandfather my great grandfather talking to my grandfather so my great grandfather he's old at this point who was O'Neill O'Neill's my grandfather. So your great grandfather went okay. down there with a pistol. Yeah, my great grandfather went down there with a pistol, got his pistol taken. Okay, okay. He comes down there at this point. I never met my great grandfather. He was dead for all. Right. Time. And this was when I was. This was a few years, a little while before I was born. I think my my dad was probably like a teenager, older teenager at this time. Um. <clears throat> he come down there and said, "Oh, Neil, I need your help. We need to go down here. He's he's got a pistol now." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he owes his back rent, and now he's got a pistol. Mine. Damn. <laughs> so he said, O'Neill said, all right, y'all keep milking. I'll be right back. So they walk over to the house, and O'Neill says, knock on the front door. And my Papa O'Neill, which is my daddy called him by his first name. He didn't go by daddy or whatever. He, he called him O'Neill. You know, your daddy by, called your yeah, my daddy his called, daddy O'Neill? Yeah, he called his daddy by his first name. And hmm. I called him Papa O'Neill. He went by his first name. He didn't go by daddy or whatever. So he go, Papa O'Neill goes around the back door, and they said, he knocked on the door here. O'Neill kicked that door in, went in that back door. You heard a big old ruckus in there. Went to fighting. Next thing you know, that guy come running out the front door of the house, turned down Aberdeen Road, ran on foot, didn't have a car or anything, ran on foot down that highway, left all of his stuff. They never saw him again. Uh-huh. Left his furniture, his clothes, everything. Never saw him again. That's your granddaddy. My granddaddy, yeah, did that, yeah. That's funny as hell. Um, my great granddaddy, he he, they say I was, he was more like a character. He was a little funnier 
he'd clown around and he he, he always had was scheming up something. <laughs> let somebody take his whole pistol. Let, let somebody letting somebody take his pistol from him. That's yeah. some good stuff, man. Yeah, that's uh, they all. My family would never told me the stories about my great grandfather though, because they believed I was so much like him. I think you would try to emulate him. They was afraid I was going to emulate him. So yeah, they, but you did anyway. I did anyway, yep. without even hearing the story. Yeah. And then I got older, and they were like, "Yeah, you're a lot like." What man. if that's just reincarnation? I don't believe it's that, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't believe it's that. You know, my 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 great grandfather. He was a lot different than mine. My, my grandfather was more like his mama, real quiet, real stern. You know, didn't have a whole lot to say. Didn't yeah. have a whole lot. You know, real. Real stern fella. I don't know shit about my grandparents, man. That's crazy, you really? know. Yeah, I mean, like my my mom's dad passed when I was five. Yeah, so I didn't get those stories from him about his daddy. Only thing I remember about about his daddy was he had a wooden cane with the with the candy cane looking cane, you know. Yeah. When I was a little baby, I probably two or three years old, he grabbed me around the neck with that cane and pulled me over to him. That's all you remember about my great grandfather. Yeah. And then my grandfather, like I said, he died. Like matter of fact. He outlived my grandfather. My grand grandfather did. Yeah. So yeah, I'm tripping. Yeah, I was five when my grandfather had open heart. Uh, uh heart. What's it called when they take open your heart? No. Nah. Bypass. No. Nah. When they change it. Heart transplant. Yes. All right. Passed away of pneumonia in the hospital. Mm. Well, his mother and his father outlived him. So maybe probably the same year though. They both died. That's how I remember him. He used to grab me and pull me. So all of their stories, that lineage, all of that died. With my I, I didn't hear any of it from either of my grandparents. I heard it all from people, my dad, okay. my uncles, people like that. Like my, people, mama, my mama don't talk about it. And I've heard that. a few things just from people who just knew that I was his grand, grandson. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard stories. I've heard, you know, my, my, grand, my mama's daddy told me some stories, you know. But they were all, I was always a little wild, little wild but. And they were all worried to tell me things because they were like, man, if you tell Jake things, he's going to try to do that. He's going to try to do it. Yeah. He's wild, you know. And my dad's dad, I heard he was a little more wild. Like, he was a G. Yeah. I've heard stories. I don't know if I, I don't know if I should tell them on here or not. I probably I shouldn't tell another story. That's I don't know I mean. if they're true or not, but it's way. I don't either. I don't know if any stories I'm telling are true. I wasn't. So never I'm going to just say that this story ain't true and don't judge that man because I don't know this. But this is what I heard. So I was. I was probably like 13 years old talking to this chick on uh, AOL or some whatever. You know what I mean? Old school. Old school. Old school. And uh, we got to talking or whatever. Her name was Amanda Carter. And I didn't know her from Adam's house cat. But we got to talking around or whatever. And I was going to meet her and I was talking to my aunt. And my aunt told me, that's your aunt. I was like, come again and say what? That's your aunt. Supposedly. I don't think she flat out come and said it. But apparently, my grandfather had a massive heart attack, fucking, and died. And in that trans happens all the time. And made a baby. Oh no! Out of wedlock. Allegedly, I think that's how the story goes. Anyway, put a baby in another woman as he died. Oh no! Now I got a cut, and I'm trying to holler at her. I don't know her like that. You know what I mean? I don't know any of this. Oh, no. And, um, yeah. Oh, but no. Like, I was like two when he died. Wow. Wow. All right. So, here's what we're going to do we're going to wrap this one up. Okay. But 
Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. Let me listen to my, put my little music on so I can hear the outro music. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode of the Man Up Podcast. Y'all can catch us Wednesday for our next episode of the Man Up the Podcast. The Man Up Podcast. Oh See y'all in the next episode. Peace.